Hello, and welcome back to the Holistically Awakened podcast. I'm your host, Laurence, and today I want to talk, talk about a topic that is something that I really want to bring to the conversation because not only is it something that I've really worked on a lot within myself and continue to, but it's also something that I see popping up a lot, just everywhere in conversation and discussions and in client sessions and and even my relationship it's the concept of anger um and how anger is something that a lot of women have suppressed and we're really holding on to inside of our bodies but we're really afraid to express it and it's it's interesting because a lot of the time we think that we're scared of somebody else being angry at us which is also very common this can this can even kind of lead to people pleasing patterns and avoidance and you know not speaking our truth not honoring our needs because we're avoiding conflict etc so there's like a lot of inner child healing that can go with this but then it's also around like expressing our own anger like a lot of the time we just have been programmed and taught and conditioned to believe that it's not okay to express my anger like people will leave people will abandon I'll be alone, et cetera. And so this is something that um, I wanted to bring to the conversation because for many of, us, many of us, we have a fearful relationship with anger, but anger isn't the issue. This isn't um, an emotion that we need to not ever have. It's about how we acknowledge it and express it. And the thing is when we hide it, this is where it can create bigger problems, which is what I'm going to talk about today. And so this is where a lot of us have reluctancy to acknowledge it, to allow it to come up and express it. And so we don't speak up. We avoid conflict. We don't say what we mean. We people please. We overstep our own boundaries. And what happens is we're suppressing our own emotions and our own truth. Because for me, I like to look at, I, I had this reframe around anger, which was what if anger was a part of you that loves you so much that is trying to stand up for you and get your attention? It's kind of like if you are not um, expressing your needs or you're not being honest with what you want or you're letting someone kind of step over your boundaries and then you have this friend next to you who stands up for you who's like, no, they don't want to do that or whatever. That's kind of like what anger is because it comes up a lot of the time when we don't honor ourselves and so what happens is we just hide it a lot of the time we suppress it feel this anger boiling up and we're like no I can't erupt I need to keep this down there and so it starts to brew internally because it's energy and it has to go somewhere it doesn't just disappear and so then it can become resentment it grows into resentment and this is where we are holding on to this And this is where we can hold on to this kind of stuff for years and years and years and years and accumulates and accumulates and accumulates. And then we either explode or we can even see it show up in physical ailments in our body as well, because these emotions, because they're energy, they must be expressed and find an outlet. And so when we repress our anger, it can show up physically in the body. Things like jaw tension, teeth grinding, these can all be related to suppressed anger, inflamed skin, breakouts, gut issues like chronic bloating, leaky gut, indigestion, 
anxiety, depression, insomnia, sleep problems, heart problems, high blood pressure, weakened immune system, tension, inflammation, headaches, weight gain. A lot of this like heated energy, which can cause inflammation and all of these sorts of things. And so this is where, um, when we also suppress our anger, it can even turn into things like anxiety and depression because we are suppressing our truth and we are denying our needs. We're going against ourselves and this can show up in so many different ways. And so another thing is autoimmune diseases. Also, this actually can indicate an inability from lack of self-love to defend or protect yourself from whatever it is in your, in your life circumstances. And so this is where we almost like attack ourselves because we are not actually standing up for ourselves. We allow others to even take advantage of us. And so these are all indicators that we are not actually standing in our truth. But it can't, it doesn't only just show up physically, it can also show up in our relationships and within our habits, like people pleasing, not having boundaries, not enforcing them, feeling powerless, overusing sarcasm. This is definitely something I did all the time before when it was like, oh, I was uncomfortable and I wanted to avoid conflict. I just used sarcasm, needing to be in control, being overly passive blaming and shaming, pushing away love, overthinking, even addictive behaviors or coping mechanisms like emotional eating, drinking, all of these sorts of things can also be associated with repressed anger. And so, like I said, when we deny our own needs, when we avoid our emotions, they're still there under the surface. We're just ignoring them. And that's when they linger, they tug at you inwardly and they can intensify over time. And so if we're not on our truth, if we're people-pleasing, if we're continuously neglecting ourselves, if we're not speaking up, this compounds over time. And we have these emotions that come up because they are, they are the truth about what is happening for us internally. Like, oh, I really want to say that. This is not actually what I mean really want to say no no to that. And then we have these emotions that come up that are actually telling us "Mm, that's actually not what you meant, or that's actually what you meant. That's what you want to say. Um, And so your emotions are like telling you what's the truth about what you actually feel about this situation. And so if we're like suppressing that, we're avoiding it, numbing it, then we are numbing our truth. I'm hoping this makes sense so far. And so this is where we really need to be consciously aware of that and start to shift our relationship with anger. And which this is something that I work on inside of my programs where we start to shift our relationship with ourselves, our bodies, our emotions, and allow ourselves to actually create safety in feeling these emotions and having the tools to be able to move through them instead of just avoiding and numbing and suppressing. Because a lot of the time what we do is we think that letting ourselves feel and express anger, even other things like sadness, can mean that we'll be out of control. And like, we won't be able to handle it and we'll never stop being angry and we'll just erupt and we'll be out of control. But it's interesting because that's that's definitely an egoic concept of like, well, if I feel this emotion, then it will never stop. It's like, 
is that actually true? Like, has that ever happened in the history of mankind when someone was like sad or angry and they literally just kept feeling the emotion forever and ever. And it's actually ironic because a lot of the time when we see um, people who are like, they seem angry all the time and they always seem sad. A lot of the time it's because we're not actually allowing ourselves to feel that fully and alchemize it. And we're just suppressing it. And so when we actually do feel the anger in a healthy way and allow it to move through us, then we can actually allow it to alchemize and we feel so much lighter after versus holding on to it. And it just intensifies and intensifies and intensifies. So it's actually ironic because the more that we avoid it, the more that intensifies and it grows and grows and grows. And the more that we actually allow it and accept it, then it actually dissolves. So it's actually the opposite. So it's important to notice that these thoughts most of the time are not true. And there's also a big difference between letting anger take control of you and releasing it in a regulated way that honors your needs without hurting others. Because I think a lot of the time we think that, well, if I express my anger, I'm going to be an asshole and everyone's going to hate me and I'm going to have no friends and I'm going to be abandoned and I'm going to hurt everyone. It's like, actually, no, anger doesn't need to hurt people. And we, when we allow ourselves to actually regulate ourselves and, you know, process the anger in a healthy way, then we are actually in control. We're not in control of an emotion that we're trying to avoid. Because it's the same thing as when we have fears, like, oh my God, I am terrified of wasps. This is actually a true story. And (laughs) if it's like, there's a wasp in my house, it's got control over me. Because I'm just like, I need to avoid this wasp. And and it's just like, we're trying to constantly avoid it versus like, I accept this fear and I alchemize it and I feel into it and I process it. And then when we actually face our fear, then we are actually in control. So it's kind of the same thing with our emotions. And so anger is an important emotion because it communicates to you where your boundaries are being crossed, what needs are not being met or expressed and where you're not honoring your truth and your authenticity. And so this is where it's feedback and we take radical responsibility for our needs, our feelings, and we allow others to do the same because I think that's the greatest gift. And so here it's really about understanding that other people's emotions and reactions are not your responsibility. Your responsibility is how you express yourself and you tend to your emotions. Because like I said before, anger doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to mean that you're hurting someone. We get to be angry and we get to take responsibility for that anger and see like, okay, what needs are not being met here? What, how can I, what can I do to move this energy? And then what do I need to do in order to meet this need or set this boundary or whatever it is, right? And so this is where anger release is actually so beneficial. And this is something that I do again with my clients and there's different ways that we can do this. Um, but some things are like for me, screaming into a pillow, hitting a pillow, um, flailing my arms and legs in the air, um, punching the air, kickboxing, like those things really help me to release anger. And there's so many other ways that you can do it too. Um, and different breath patterns and things like that. And it's just moving this energy because when we're in that reactive state, that that trigger state, 
a lot of the time we don't have access to our critical thinking and our logical mind and everything. So we really want to first release the energy because even if it's like we need to have a conversation because a boundary got violated or whatever, most we, we first want to move this energy so then we can talk about this in a regulated way. And so that is really an important step. And the expression is also really important. So for instance, a lot of the time we just suppress our needs and what we actually want, what we actually mean, and we internalize it. And then we, we feel angry because we didn't actually express what we want to express. So it's really understanding how can we express our needs in a loving way and that allows us to stand up for ourselves because this is where we can start to harbor resentment. And that is not healthy for anyone. It's not healthy for you to hold that. It's not healthy for relationships to receive that. And so this is where one of the um, one of the modalities that I use in my practice called time techniques. It's an NLP technique that looks at releasing different beliefs, limiting decisions, emotions like anger and sadness. And we we don't just release like something that happened recently. We go back to like the first time that you felt it. Because what happens is we can create a string of pearls, especially if we're like young and we learn that, well, we can't speak up, otherwise we'll get yelled at or whatever. And we don't actually express our anger and it builds up and it can create a string of pearls all along your timeline of your life to now. And so this is where we release those from the root cause when you first felt it. And what we do is we work with the subconscious mind and the conscious mind in order to let go of holding on to that emotion. Because what happens is when we hold on to emotion, it's because we're holding on to um, there's a lesson that needs to be learned here. And so this is where we let go of the emotional charge, the energetic charge around this event, the circumstance, and we take the lesson with us that will actually help us in the future. And this is where the subconscious mind can let go of that emotion around this event, and it can just take the learnings with us. So it like brings down it, its guard and it lets go of that. And so that's something that I found very effective in my practice. And it's something I do with every client inside of the rising woman, because these are emotions that build up. And this is where we can create limiting decisions and beliefs around certain circumstances because they're emotionally energetically charged. But then we're also holding on to these low vibrational emotions that can show up in different ways, like physical symptoms, and you know behaviors and habits etc so this is what it really means about learning how to process our own anger without hurting others when we connect with our own needs and expressing and meeting our unmet needs and we use anger as feedback not as something like wrong with us because our emotions are telling the truth about how we feel internally so this is where we start to use them as feedback. And then we start to release this like energetic knot that is building up and building up and building up internally because we continuously avoid it, right? 
So that was my little spiel on anger today that I want to bring to the conversation. And I know there's so much more that we can go into this. Um, but yeah, that's what I had for you today. And that's what I want to share. I'd love to hear from you if this resonated, if you also struggle with expressing your anger or feeling your anger or, you know, anything resonated today, or if you have any questions about anything I talked about, love to hear from you. Email's great. Instagram's great. I am on there pretty frequently. So I love to hear from you guys. And if there's anything that you want me to go further into or address next on the podcast, I also love that. And next week, we'll actually be having a guest, Emily, talking about the womb. And we do talk a lot about um, how we repress things like anger and rage. And so this will be like a really cool follow-up episode to this anger podcast, because I think it's something that we really need to talk about as women, but then also as individuals collectively, because when we learn how to regulate our nervous system, process our emotions in a healthy way, and really, you know, meet our needs and release past traumas and these energetic blockages, then we actually become a much safer collective. And it's actually going to be safer for everyone to express their emotions and our needs versus people exploding and hurting others and all that kind of thing. So I think it's a really important conversation to have among everyone because this is where we create safer communities and relationships. And obviously really passing this on to our children so that they also learn this and we continuously just evolve more and more and more and create safer and more loving dynamics. So I will leave it there. If this is something that interests you that you want to dive deeper into like any of this work that I talk about on my podcast and, you know, with the the process with releasing these limiting beliefs and decisions and emotions. Um, I will put the link in the show notes to apply to work one-on-one with me. I am currently refining um, my programs. So I will be opening up more about my offerings later this month. But if you have been wondering how to work with me in some capacity and you're wanting to you know, dive deeper into this stuff, I would highly recommend applying in the form because then I can get an idea of what you're going through, what you're struggling with, what you're looking for, what help you're looking for. And then we kind of chat about what would be the best fit for you. So that is the way that you can work with me in May and June, the best way to get into my world. And I will be talking more about different ways you can work with me later this month. So thank you for listening. And I appreciate your support and I'll talk to you next time on the podcast.